1: Back to the Larry Kudlow show. Hello, this is the Larry Kudlow show. So let's bring in our great friend Joe Concha, Fox News contributor and author of the uh, book "Come On, Man: The Truth About Biden's No Good, Horrible, Very Bad Presidency." Joe, um, thanks for yesterday on the on the TV. Does this um, does this bombing uh, of the militias that ran back? Does this help or hurt Joe Biden? I ask that with a straight face because there's so much criticism about it. And I just wonder, election year, politically, what do you think?
2: You know, Larry, I, I think it hurts him ultimately because upon reflecting on it after being on your show on Fox Business yesterday, all I know is that under Donald Trump, he took out Soleimani, right? Mm-hmm. And and he's a leading general there, and he killed so many U.S. troops uh, over in the Middle East. And Trump said, all right, enough. And he didn't wait. He was decisive when he had the opportunity to take him out in Baghdad. And he did it. And it sent a message when ISIS had a caliphate just openly, just covering large swaths of Syria and Iraq. Trump said enough, and he dropped the uh, Amoab, remember that, the Mm -hmm. mother of all bombs. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly before that, that caliphate was no more. He he put the fear of God into him. When it came to North Korea, and you have Kim Jong-un, and he is launching missiles over Japan, he's threatening Guam, he's threatening Los Angeles. Trump goes before the cameras and says, look, uh, Kim Jong-un, North Korea is going to be met with uh, a fire and fury like the world has never seen before. And then everybody, you know, from Morning Joe to mm. CNN, oh, my God, he's trying Start World War III. And then before you know it, Kim Jong-un stopped doing those nuclear tests now, didn't he? So you have to be decisive here. You can't do these pinpricks. We don't know how effective these strikes were. And ultimately, if you want to hit Iran, don't hit their proxies because they're expendable to Iran. you got to hit Iran where it hurts. And that's the oil fields, as you said at the end of our segment yesterday.
1: You know, it's uh, on that last point, uh, we gave them so many warnings. We said we wouldn't hit Iran, but we gave the militias so many warnings. My guess is, Joe, they all got on airplanes, Um, some of them flew economy, and they went to Tehran, to the mothership, because that was safe. I mean, we may have hit a lot of buildings and rocket launchers, and um, as as one of our generals said, (laughs) pound sand, but I don't know that we hit anybody. They all left. That'd be my guess.
2: Because... Yeah, because we lost the element of surprise, right? It would be like the Japanese before Pearl Harbor saying, you know, we're going to be coming on December 7th. It's going to be early in the morning. Uh, So just so you know, I mean, we didn't give the exact date and time, but when you're tweeting out as an administration that retaliatory strikes are coming soon, you're leaking to the Washington Post and New York Times how you're planning these retaliatory strikes to come soon. Well, you know, we might as well have uh, Patrick Mahomes during the Super Bowl go walk up to uh, the Joey Bosa and, and the 49ers defense and say, you know what, I'm throwing to travis kelsey on this next throw (laughs) see if you could stop it right so that's that's basically what we got here it's amateur hour and i can't get out of my head larry the fact that the secretary of defense was in a hospital for days on end and the commander in chief didn't know where he was and the secretary of defense didn't bother to tell anybody or have an assistant a chief of staff somebody say where he is our adversaries notice this stuff Mm -hmm. and they say it's amateur hour over there because Anybody would have been fired in that situation. Joe Biden can't fire anybody, but if if I left my unit and didn't tell anybody, and I'm in the military, I'm getting discharged, and that's what should have happened to Austin. It did not happen.
1: Yeah. So this stuff, uh, I think it's it's not going to help him, and it may well hurt him. I think that's what we're going to see when the latest round of polls come, because it's just like nothing's been solved yet. I mean, we we don't we'll see. We don't know the results. I had Keith Kellogg on earlier, and uh, Cash Patel. We. we We'll see what the results are, whether they stop throwing missiles at our uh, assets over there. But um, I have a feeling that that's not going to stop. Do you think the uh, jobs number yesterday had a, has any particular political impact? I, I do and I don't. I, I think
2: that we are kind of used to this new normal, Larry, where the unemployment rate, take the COVID year out because I, you know, that's obviously an anomaly, a 100-year anomaly. But when you look at Donald Trump during his tenure, we had unemployment at – Record lows, near record lows, below 4%. So when people hear jobs report and they see, oh, wow, our unemployment rate is still around 3.4%, 3.5%, they say, okay, well, that's where it's always been. So I'm not sure that has an impact as much as – and, and I'll, I'll repeat this point – When you see food prices are still up 25% from where they were four years ago and they continue to go up, they're not coming back down. And gas prices continue to go up, they're not going back down. And Mm -hmm. your heating bill is not going back down. People are still saying, I'm still paying too much for this stuff. So the perception – I get that GDP is great in jobs numbers. That was a solid report. It doesn't hurt Joe Biden necessarily. Mm -hmm. But I don't think in the end when people have to make a comparison and a choice, who will – be a better steward of this economy, Donald Trump or Joe Biden, I don't think that's a fair fight.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
1: Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. I think that Biden is still plagued by an affordability crisis. All the things you just said, food prices, grocery prices, gasoline prices, car prices, etc. They've had better numbers in recent months, but going back three years, uh, real wages are still underwater. And that's what, you know, you, you, can't, you can't go into a store and pay for it with GDP. You go into a store and pay for something, you know, with your, with your income, with your wages, uh, and see what it buys after prices. And that's the Achilles heel. You know, there's still an affordability crisis. Yeah, and and they can't keep saying you know
2: inflation's going way down. It's like if I gain forty point uh, forty pounds one year, and then the following year I gain only fifteen, and I say, "See, honey, I've lost weight." She's like, "No, you're still getting fatter." So, in other words, inflation isn't dropping; it's just not going up as fast, and people are still feeling the effects. Larry,
1: don't do it, Joe. Don't <laughs> don't do it.
2: <laughs> Done. Joe Concha, everybody, the best, of the best.